Ding dong, merrily on high, everyone. <laughs> it's Chris and Jen here again for another wonderful episode, 10 days before the big man himself arrives down your chimney. How are you, Jen? I'm good, thanks. Uh, <laughs> sorry. You look like you've just eaten something naughty, is that correct? Oh, interesting. I've just eaten something naughty. Yeah. I wanted you to tell everyone else what you've just eaten, because <laughs> this is naughty. Well, we just had a workout, and then I'd done yoga, and I was bloody hungry. And I thought, I'll have a Lindor, which is <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, and then I thought, mm, I'm not quite finished with the, the chocolate side of things. But and then I side-eyed the pile of bananas in the corner, and I thought... Right. Oh, I remember being a kid and having Nutella on toast with bit sliced banana. So I go to the cupboard. No Nutella. Well, there was, but there was a tiny little, like, old stale bit at the bottom. I was like, that's not good enough. So I went to the fridge and I thought, we've got loads of those little individually wrapped galaxies. So I thought, I'll pop them in the microwave and I'll spread that on my toast. Absolute and then... <laughs> genius. Welcome to the show, everyone. Here we go. <laughs> And then I put bananas on them as well. Oh my goodness. I put bananas on top, but you didn't let me finish. You just rolled the theme tune. Okay, so today's... <laughs> what, are you, what are you giggling about already? I haven't know. even started yet. You're, just, you're <laughs> so giggly. Right. Guys, we are nine days away from Christmas Day. And uh, Chris and I were just wondering, how are you getting on with your elves on the shelves? <sighs> Or as uh, Chris likes to call it... The little shit in the loft. <laughs> well, he's not in the loft anymore, is he? Oh, I can't, no. I can't, I can't entertain the idea of another festive period with that little... He's lovely. He's very naughty. Yeah, he's very naughty. He's because... very naughty. He gets up to all, all kinds of fantastical no, he japes. And yes, he does. Depending on which parent is in charge of... Of doing the naughty the thing. Yeah. Absolutely. One year, Jen and I, hands down, had the biggest argument of that entire year down to that, <laughs> that, uh, that it elf. Is, it's a pain in the ass. I've got to be honest. It is a pain. But it's only because Chris did the minimum amount of effort when it came to, like, providing a trick for the elf. To I, do thought, I thought it was quite good. I thought it was quite good at the time. Basically, you started at a point of no return with the elf you went balls deep into your first day with the elf for example creating all these magical wondrous things around the kitchen snow which angels in rice krispies oh. uh, sharpie pens that they'd written on toilet rolls with etc etc guess who was on day five or something like that of this uh, magical experience for our son well it was me wasn't it and jen left me in charge of sorting out the elf myself um, and so she said 10 minutes before Freddie woke up in the morning, by the way, Chris, have you done the elf? And I went, no, I haven't done the elf. And she said, well, quick, Freddie's going to be up in a minute. He'll go downstairs. He'll want to see the elf doing something magical. And I went, I, I, I literally, what, what? So I ran downstairs with very little time in the locker to do this. And so I just grabbed some Cheerios poured them all over the, the, the sofa and then sat him next to them, which I thought was genius, really. 
Uh, but instead, it was just a huge mess, and Freddie was completely underwhelmed. Well, and the reason that we fell out was because you were we were so close to him discovering it wasn't real because you made such a lackluster effort. <laughs> if you'd done it the night before, that we would have been fine, as well, you were supposed bloody to. Bloody reminded do. me the night before. I think I did. I think you... let's not have another argument about this, please. Oh, that bloody elf! <laughs> Look, okay. you see, this is the effect that that elf has on me. He. Triggers me. <laughs> All right, every year. No, I don't have to see that guy for 11 and a half months. Well, right? this might be our last year with Fred. He's 10 now and he still believes in it. So Which we're gonna is have wonderful. To do it. No. it is wonderful. We oh. are going to have to do it, mate, because he's going to ask. So you're just going to have to dig down. You're going to have to dig deep. Dig in. You dig down, dig, 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 dig in and dig out. And Bomb diggity. <laughs> Got to bag it up. <laughs> <laughs> So, Chris, uh, do you remember in the last episode, you no. asked, <laughs> you asked, well, I asked you, why is a green room called oh, a green room? Oh, I do remember this. Yes. And do you want to enlighten me? Yes. Well, I did a little bit of digging around on the internet and it is a point of much consternation. Is that a word? It is. It means confusion, I think, because there's a lot of deliberation about what it Not actually a group means. of stars. Consternation, not constellation. Got it. Okay. It's so, early. So I could find about eight different origins of the word green room, but Ooh. I've got four here that I thought were, and no one four? can agree on it. How long no is this segment? Agree. It's not long. It's not long. Okay. Jen's origin of words. So the first idea is that. The, the green room was called a green room because it was literally painted green. Now... That's an original concept. Exactly. Now, why was it painted green? Uh, something to do with CGI? No. <laughs> Not back in the 1100s or whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, we're going that far back. <laughs> oh, yes. It's a, lot, it's a long time ago. It's been called a green room for a long, long time. Okay. So, um, no, it was to keep the actors calm, apparently. What, green? Yes, because... The colour that is associated with anger... No, red's associated with anger. Isn't it? Oh, no, green with envy. Oh, that's quite true, isn't well, it? Well, that's true, because, I mean... The green room, you've got a whole bunch of people who are all envious of each other's career. Desperate to be on stage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes, so but green is also thought of as being a calm, calming uh, colour. Especially it, sage green. Think about sage. Say or sage. Je. What was that? What was that pronunciation of Sage. Oh, I'm not. I'm not cooking not you. To be not a cooking you a Sunday roast with roast pork and sage. <laughs> it's not. This is not supposed to be a long segment. Okay, the second idea of where green room comes from is um, because the younger actors who were understudies used to have to wait in the wings, and that's where they would practice their lines. And it was called the green room because they were young. Green, as in new. As in new, and they were, they were aspiring actors, and that's where they would sit and wait That impresses practice. me. All right, that one Did impresses you like that? me. Yeah. Okay, number three, which also makes kind of sense, is that it was, you know, like, it's too modern for me, I think, but the fact that, you know, when you're recording, your red light's on, mm. and it's like, nobody come in, don't make any noise, blah, 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 blah. The green room was a safe space where people could chat, could practice their... Well, yeah. so people are just walking into the room and according to whatever colour the, the wall is painted, they can react accordingly. No, I just think that... No, I, I think... The red room. Ah! <laughs> the green room. Oh, I wish I had his career. <laughs> 
Okay. The Peach Room. But the last one is my favourite, right, which is obviously completely unbelievable, but made me giggle, right? So um, somebody had said that it come from a... This is on the internet, by the way. That it had come from a school in Stratford, which used to put on plays. Shakespeare. Round about Shakespeare's time. Um, and that the actors used a room adjacent to the stage in which the council also met. Um, so it was called an agreeing room. Okay. Okay. But apparently, if a Warwickshire local in their local Warwickshire accent were to say agreeing, it would sound like greeing. So that's where green room comes from rather than greeing room. Wow. Well, I, I think that was a bit far-fetched. That's anyway. a tiny bit far-fetched. I mean, I, yeah, in my entire career, I've never gone to the greeing room. I'd love to hear from anyone from Warwickshire and see how you say agreeing. I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Jen's Origin of Words. Um, yeah. we, we have had an interesting couple of days preparing for the arrival of Jen's parents. My mum and dad. Is that your contribution there? <laughs> Just a little bit of a northern man, mum and dad. <laughs> so, yes, um, Mr. and Mrs. Sorden uh, yes, arrive tomorrow and we are currently recording in their bedroom. Don't worry, the show will still go on. Oh, yay! <laughs> Despite the in-laws being here. This is nothing. This is this. Today's Grind My Gears is nothing to giggle about. Okay. I'll tell you. And it's been a worldwide pandemic itself, which is the freeway. Oh. What do you mean, oh? Were you expecting something a bit more exciting? I don't know. Go on. Traffic. Yeah, but, well, okay. It's a bit of an ovs one, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so I want to kick off this segment with something that happened to me on the way to school this okay. morning. Uh, which coincides beautifully with our wonderful feature... Grinds the gears. Oh, nice. Play the jingle. Play the jingle. Play play the jingle. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. I will. Tell me what's grinding your gears. Tell me what's grinding your gears, mate. All right. Tell us what's grinding your gears. Uh, okay, so today's grinding of the gears, uh, G-W-E-R-E, like <laughs> us. See what the word play that we did there. Um... Has uh, something to do with the notorious traffic situation in Los Angeles. Today, I was driving on uh, the motorway, but the freeway, as they call it. And basically, they have a thing called a <laughs> ramp. Okay. Now, now I've always thought of a ramp as like, oh, I'm on my skateboard. I go up the ramp and then, wee. Not like that on a freeway. You just go around a corner. It's just a bend. Yeah. It's just a bend in the road, but they call it a ramp. So I'm going up the ramp. And as soon as I go on, all I could hear was the soundtrack to Mario Kart. Because <laughs> I was like, because as soon as you go on, it's you're basically in a in a round of Mario Kart. Yes. Okay. You don't. No one's letting you in. People are beeping for no reason. People are speeding. They're all over the place. There's 15 lanes on one side, and all three of them go off to the right. Like, if you, you do, which one do you take? It is a lottery out there so scary i hate driving on the freeway and i'm driving there and um i hear on the radio 
they're doing the uh, the local news and traffic. Okay, mm-hmm. and they say... Uh, it's a good American accent. Why, thank you so much. You should be an actor. I am American. <laughs> and uh, they say, oh, there's been a big, big uh, traffic problem in, you know, downtown LA or whatever. Looks like there's a few cars piled up and all this. And I'm like, oh, no, this is awful. Oh, What's no. going on? This is like, this is horrible news to hear. Luckily, no one has been injured. And I was like, oh, thank goodness for that. And they went... But if you have been injured, don't forget to call blah, 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 reading out this number for this bloody injury lawyer. They used it as a link, right? So they used the problem with the traffic and the potential fatalities in an accident to... Didn't you think that's appalling? It's pretty outrageous, isn't it? What occurred to me after hearing that was the American advertising world is, is, is a beast. Okay, these mm-hmm. these commercials you see, you, you watch an average show on American TV. There's a commercial every every what seems like every minute, mm-hmm. and the commercials go on. You know, five six commercials at a time. One of them is always for some sort of medicine, and they do this thing where they go, let's let's call it let's call it hypothetically, let's call it. They're always work, walking hand in hand on the beach, yeah. aren't they? The elderly couple. Let's call couple. it like Angira or Actophil. Or something, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, ooh, Actifil. Ooh, uh, oh, I'm loving Actifil. I just feel so bright and breezy and my tiredness has completely gone away. And look at the grandchildren running softly towards me in the gloaming whilst their pigtails float in, you know, and I'm playing my grandchildren. And then this la. voice appears underneath, which goes, if you've taken Angira in the last six months, make sure that you consult a doctor. Hang on, hang on, let's do this properly. Let's do this properly. If you've taken Angira in the last six months, please make sure that you check the label for it may cause nausea, headaches, or even death. Death? I mean, it does. I know. It does. It does. They, even death. So they have you've, to... you've got this even smiley of, family going, <laughs> I even love at, Angira. <laughs> even at the height of... Don't anybody take Angira because we don't know what it is. <laughs> We're going to have to Google Angira now and make sure it's not a life-saving medicine. <laughs> But even in the depths of trying to sell you something, you know, that you may not need, they still have to protect themselves from being sued by telling you you might die. (laughs) (laughs) And they've got the small print at the bottom of the commercial, but no one's reading that. And obviously the way that the system rolls in America, you have to vocalise it. They also do the same with radio commercials. If there's a a small print in the radio commercials, Mm -hmm. what they do is finish the commercial and then they'll go... (laughs) It's almost like... like, No, it's it's almost like the smaller the print, the quicker the voice. Do you... I mean, so here's my question. (laughs) Do you hire a voice actor? I'll tell you how they do it. I thought about this the other day. No, what they do is they get somebody to record it at this speed. So you may have claims that you wish to place within six months of re- hearing this recording. However, have you said you, that you right. record it at that speed and then they, and then they speed it up? You they may have it. Exactly. Let's do one. Let's do one now and I'll speed it up and put okay. it in. Okay. 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 So, <laughs> all right. I'm going to so, find something. Hang on. I'll be back. Okay. So we thought we'd try this out. So Chris is going to read his biography. I, I've, just, I've just found my biography on Wikipedia, okay? okay. So I'm going to read it. What, what kind of pace is it again? I think just read it, you know, really clearly and slowly. Okay, ready? Christopher William Gear, 
Born 18th of March 1981, is an English actor. You didn't have to turn into smashy and nicey. Yeah. I think somewhere in the middle. All right. Okay. Christopher William Gear, born 18th of March 1981, is an English actor. He is known for playing the lead role of Jimmy Shiveoverly in FX dark comedy You're the Worst and Roger Clifford in the 2019 film Detective Pikachu. He also starred in The Bill. The Bill? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I don't know why I they mentioned that. I've never seen that. I've, do, I've done quite a lot of stuff. I, you know, I, Yes, I'm glad to have done The Bill, but that was 28, 20 odd years ago. That's amazing. Shall we have a listen to, uh, apart from the fact that you were in Casualty, which we must talk about as well, um, can we have a listen to that let's, sped up? All right, let's do it. Here we go. Christopher William here, born 18th of March 1991, is an English actor. He is known for playing the lead role of Jimmy Shiloh in FX star comedy, Your and Roger Clifford in the 2019 film, Detective Pikachu. He also starred in the film. Okay, so <laughs> we just listened to this for the first time. You've just listened to this for the first time. And it's quite sinister. It sounds sinister. <laughs> the other thing you probably notice is that they don't sound exactly how they did earlier on. No, that's because it's Tell not earlier on. Um, what this has taken us was, all day. It took me so long to work out how to speed up Chris's voice that it's now five hours later <laughs> and, I'm, wine. and I'm two glasses in. <laughs> but we thought it might be a really good... Well, I'm not sure it's a great idea, but I can already see our waveforms are higher, like on the screen. Oh, really? Yes. It's, it's okay, no, stay near the microphone. All right. And good. also your pop shield's coming off. Your pop shield's coming off. I know, you told me earlier. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, so dear. what we should probably do is have a Let's little have, cheers Let's and then cheers. come back and finish the, finish the podo. I can't swear because oh, my, my son's next door now. He was at school earlier. <laughs> oh, no. See, this is the other thing. Well, I don't swear do that to, much. Do we have to keep quiet now anyway because he's next door? No, That's we, don't have to, we don't have to keep quiet. It's, well, we don't have to keep quiet. It's only that he's embarrassed of us a little bit. With us? I'm, I, all I can of hear us. is my mother going, nobody's embarrassed of. Did somebody sat you down there? Because I was like, <laughs> all I can hear is this. Like, seriously. Oh, what education did you have? Is that how your mum talks? No, but you know, you know when I say, well, I was sat in the, the actually, no one sat you there. You were sitting. <laughs> that old chestnut. What else is there? There's other um, ones. The other one is, um, I'm so bored. bored of it. I'm bored with it. I'm bored, you're bored with something. And she'll correct Sorry. you on that. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? Muesli. No, Mum, it's muesli. <laughs> muesli? What's this Love muesli? Ah, uh, muesli. Oh. Um, she also, it's also it's says... Very, it's very, you know, it's a huge kind of performance, <laughs> isn't it? What are, you having, what are you having for breakfast? Oh, I'm just going to uh, grab some cereal. What are you having? Muesli. Muesli and yoghurt with some strawberries on top. No, but... Can't do that. Can't do a solid with a solid with a solid. There's no, there's no milk arrangement. It feels like a lot to chomp on, yeah. doesn't it? It feels like a bit of a marathon of a breakfast, got, doesn't oh, it? Oh, I've got this quite, you know, solidified muesli. <laughs> and muesli. Then, and then what, what kind of yoghurt is it? I'm, I'm guessing it's not a thin yoghurt, is it? Oh. It's a thick yoghurt. It's a big-ass Greek yoghurt. It's all just, I'd rather just have a bowl of cereal and, you know, a bit It's of convenience. Anyway, the other thing... That I get corrected on. Well, I don't get corrected on. Thing that I correct my mum on 
bless her soul, is um, the word restaurant. Restaurant. It's a restaurant. But at some point, she's obviously heard the French, which is restaurant. <laughs> right. But for some reason now, she always says restaurant. <laughs> I've ever noticed that. <laughs> yes, you have. So she'll go, well, I don't know what I'm going to do if I go to the restaurant and it's really, really, really cold. <laughs> and I, maybe I'll need a cardigan. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I've really paid attention to that. But I She will says restaurant. Now. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to And gonna my try. dad always goes, it's not a restaurant. It's a restaurant. Or it's a restaurant. But it's not a restaurant. <laughs> he said, what's it? What's your dad's option? Restaurant. No one says that. Yeah, yeah, but they, the French do. Restaurant, I think they do. <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> so it's safe to say that after a couple of gwines... Gwines? Gwines? <laughs> I can't even talk. And it's the day after. Now, this is the next day. <laughs> we're, not, the... we're not drunk anymore. <laughs> This has taken us a while to do with all the uh, musical accoutrements. Yeah, is that the word? No, accoutrements. Accoutrements. I don't know whether that's more like um, really knife apply, and fork or something. Is that a mustard? Is that an accoutrement? I don't know what an accoutrement is. Like a condiment. That is going to be Jen's origin of words. Perfect. You do accoutrement next week. Accoutrement. Um, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, if... I mean, it's lucky that we get along, isn't it? I d- it is lucky. I love you, mate. How sweet it is to be. Okay, stop this now. I'm going to have to do my... (laughs) Fingers in the mouth, like... Anyway. Burn. So we just want to say thank you, everybody, who has emailed us. Because after four weeks of saying the gears is, how do you spell gears, is is spelled the normal way. (laughs) I think that's a catchphrase now. Yeah, it's like our catchphrase now. I like it. I like it. But we've had had a a plethora, I like that word, uh, of emails from people who have asked us to try different jingles, um, to uh, ask us questions. One in particular from uh, Matty Parsons in Portishead. Hang on, Matty Parsons of turning on the Christmas lights in Portishead, Matty Parsons. (laughs) Correct. Still catch up on that on Facebook Live. Uh-huh. Uh, Matty Parsons asked a very cool question, actually. Yes, he Where did. he said, what kind of reality TV show would we like to do ourselves and which ones would we like to see the other person do? Which I thought was really fun, actually. And I'm going to have a little think about this and we'll do it in the, in, in the next couple of weeks. But yeah. let's come up with something interesting. Stay tuned on that. And thank you, Matty, for your uh, Thanks, contribution. Matt. We will definitely get on that. And I think we'll probably do that in our after Christmas episode between Christmas and New Year. Ah, the in-between bit. The in-between bit. That's what we're going to do. All right. All right. Now, listen, lovely people, feel free, keep emailing us, but please do, if you can, also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it really helps. And uh, if you can give us five stars, that'd be amazing because someone gave us one star. Who was that? I don't know. Who was that? It's bringing our ratings down. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I've I've never, even in my entire... Just don't leave a review. And what are you asking for back from the universe if you do that? Exactly. Not nice I stuff, I mean, to mate. bloody go on and listen to our friendly, buoyant voices every day <laughs> and then go, actually, I'm going to make the active decision to click on the one star. Unless... But you're not getting a Christmas card. Should we close up the shop, mate? Yeah, let's close up the shop for a week. <laughs> oh, how lovely. I'm turning. Opened round to close. 
I'm drawing the blinds on this week's episode. And with Christmas coming up, there is nothing but joy and frivolity to come in the weeks ahead. Uh, Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Chris. Tuffer. Mus. (laughs) Wait, see what I did there. Hence grind the gears. People are getting Grinding the gears. You keep getting getting it it wrong. Grinding. Yes, grinding the gears. Or what grinds your gears. But it's all just... So you're not even clear on it. I'm not. To be honest, I'm not clear either. Let's continue as we're doing. Jenny, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you too, Chris. And we'll see you all next week. Yay! Bye! Bye!